All right, Chase, as always, the door is unlocked if you want to just jump on in. Okay. Welcome to Contestant Impressions, the show where we review a movie immediately after watching it and give it a score based on our metric. Today, we're going to be talking about a movie that just came out, and it's going to be a big blockbuster movie. If it's going to be a hit or not, we'll talk about it right now on our drive home. Today, we're going to be talking about Flash. My name is Michelangelo. I'm the fastest podcaster alive whatever that means. As always, I'm joined in the car today with my co-host, Charles. That is me. Or should I say reverse Charles or whoever you are? Different timeline, Charles? Sure. In this timeline, I'm eight feet tall with purple skin and orange freckles. So only the freckles are different than normal. Yep. Normal you. Nice. All right. Well, let's just get on the road and start talking about The Flash. Let's go. So I picked up speed pretty quickly here. Zooming in onto the, the freeway here. So let's start talking about The Flash. I think it was an interesting movie, but I'm kind of like all over the place with it. So I'm kind of curious to hear your thoughts. Where do you, where do you want to start, Chase? Maybe we should start with, should this exist? Should this exist? <laughs> yeah. Talking about like more the controversy behind the film? Not necessarily the controversy of like Ezra Miller, but where does this even uh, exist in the current DC timeline anymore? Basically, all of the, like, literally all of these characters are gone, right? The only character that may end up in the new franchise is Ezra Miller's Flash. Yeah, I guess they kind of maybe set up that, what's his name? Jason Moa might be in the, the new new movies based on the the end credits scene but that's a good point i guess this movie was very confusing when you thought about it in terms of the dceu where does this fit because we all know that james gunn took over and that he's going to be changing a lot of things so where does it fit and that was the thing that's kind of really confusing so i kind of anticipated this movie to end where pretty much either he dies or like everything gets reset and then you're just kind of like in this world of like we're now in james gunn's world but it kind of did, it kind of didn't. And again, spoilers ahead, it ends with the Flash returning and he only changed a little bit. However, it changed who Batman is and it was George Clooney's now Batman again, possibly, I don't know. And also you see Jason Momoa in the end credits scene. Besides that, you don't really see anyone else, but we also don't even know if this is gonna be continued or if James Gunn is gonna just completely replace everything I don't know anyways what do you think Chase part of the problem is that this is like a time travel movie where they basically reset the universe so everything you've just watched is meaningless you spend two hours getting to this movie and the only part of this two-hour movie that actually happened is the last 10 minutes of the movie uh-huh. and that that kind of sucks and then the other problem is that this movie is basically five to ten years too late like this movie should have been out when they were releasing all of the dc movies five years ago now we're in a completely new 
era of the DC universe. As you said, James Gunn is going to come in and make his version of the DC universe, which may or may not include these characters. And I kind of think it shouldn't. I think we should just hard reset, frankly. Even though I do like a couple of the characters, like I really do think Jason Momoa did a really great job as Aquaman and took it in a really interesting direction. He's really the only one, actually. None of the other DC characters I've really enjoyed that much. I heard that they said that they're gonna they will keep him around one way or another. So we'll see how that goes. I do hope that they kind of just like reset everything. And it, this movie kind of just made it more confusing. So I hope that it's, they're just gonna have more of a concrete finish here, where then like James Gunn can just reset everything or, or something, which even leaves more confusion with the next DC movie, the the Blue Beetle, whatever it's called. Which I'm like, I have no idea what the point of that movie is anymore. So we'll see what that what the deal with that. Is. Is. But regardless of that, looking at it in terms of the DC Cinematic Universe, however, let's kind of look a little bit closer at this movie and talk more about just like in terms of just this movie alone, what do you thought? Sure. Why don't we start with like the big elements? Let's start with just Ezra Miller as The Flash, good or good or bad, like it or hate it. I thought he was a little annoying at times, but I, th- I actually didn't mind him. Like I thought he did it an okay job i think it's not really that he did a bad job i think just his portrayal of the flash is just a little bit annoying to me excessively cringe yeah yeah have you ever watched the cw flash tv show a little bit when it was first coming out it never really worked that well for me gotcha i I did i was like an avid watcher of that show for a few seasons and i actually did think that like grant gustin was a really good flash and i actually was hoping that that's kind of how this movie ended which is like they kind of reset it and then like grant gustin is going to be the new flash instead of ezra miller there's a lot of characters a lot of actors a lot of cameos in this film and i don't know why they didn't have grant gustin as a cameo because i feel like he's such a major flash character in like the representation of flash and media with like a the, one of the longest running cw superhero shows but besides that i think george clooney as batman i was kind of thought was a funny cameo but michael keaton's batman was just like okay for me in this i thought he he had just an okay part and yeah I actually did like Sasha Cal, I think is her name, mm-hmm. um, as Supergirl. I thought she was fun. Yeah. What do you think, Chase? Yeah, I think Ben Affleck was barely in this. And he obviously, he's stated already, right, that he's not going to do any more Batman. So they just brought him in for like a couple of early scenes and then shipped him off. I liked Michael Keaton in this. I didn't think he did like an amazing job. It's certainly not one of Michael Keaton's best acting ever roles, but I just, I like that callback to that Batman because that Batman is one of my favorites. George Clooney's Batman is all right. It's not my favorite, but it's, you know, I thought it was a funny little cameo. My favorite cameo, though, was the Nicolas Cage cameo, where you could barely oh. tell it was Nicolas Cage because the CGI was so bad. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that's going to launch me into a whole other conversation, so I want to maybe finish up that one first, really right. quickly, which is the worst cameo that I thought was, what's his name, Christopher Reeves' Superman? Okay, why? Like, his super... CG like it felt mm. so weird being like okay they just like and I feel like they kind of made like a CG a full CG 
render of him rather than like reusing a scene from the movie one of his movies or something i don't know it felt weird like because it felt like the other movies like adam west batman or something that felt like they just took clips from the show and just kind of like incorporated it like composited it into this like sphere but for some reason him it felt more like they just did a full cg render of him like a 3d model of him same thing with with nicholas cage's superman yeah i don't know those felt weird but i don't know what do you think of christopher reeves so the Christopher Reeves one didn't bother me. I guess the time balls just in general, it felt like they had made a possibly questionable choice to make the time balls almost like video game level graphics as opposed to being like CGI that's intentionally trying to look real. So I don't know. It felt like at times they didn't fully commit to that choice, especially in Ezra Miller's main time ball. So like in that one, it was kind of a weird mix of CGI and non-CGI elements composited elements so i i think they could have committed better and maybe made a stronger choice by either making it fully this kind of abstract cgi video game character or like like that fully uncanny valley character look or gone fully committed to realism and they kind of split the difference in a not so great way but yeah no i the cameo of nick cage i was not expecting at all because his movie never actually got made so it's just it's just a deep lore reference for anyone who is kind of a fan of superhero movies yeah that's true that was kind of like funny in a way that was like oh that's no one expected that i guess but it was like a funny nod which was like i liked i thought like that was like a clever fun use of a cameo but i think that that leads me to the my biggest gripe with this movie is the visual facts it started off with that baby scene the baby shower yes which was like the i hated that the 3d babies and everything was like so terrible i just didn't like it it was a terrible way to start the film where it's like all right we're gonna start the film with like a bunch of cgi shots and they don't look good and then every time the flash is running it's so goofy and stupid and they kind of make a joke about it even halfway in yeah but like even like the compositing of it looks very bad like it looks very fake and then when he ever goes into the the speed force realm and he's in that like dome his little speed dome and like you're saying like all these like video game s graphics kind of thing it just looks really bad i just didn't like the look of it at all i think the running was an interesting choice because they they chose to make it like he's running so fast that he looks like he's running slow like i think that's what they were going for like if you if you've ever watched like a fan on a video camera and the way that a video camera's frame rate works it'll only pick up parts of the fan spinning and if the fan gets spinning fast enough it'll actually start to appear like the fan is moving slowly in reverse and i think that's what they were going for but it is really awkward (laughs) yeah i didn't like it i didn't like it either but here's the thing is that all these things i read an article that all of these points were deliberate that they wanted to make it look this way and the director himself said that all these times like when he's the baby thing or the speed force it's like through barry's eyes and how he sees things and when he's going so fast that makes everything Mm. look like bad cgi which i don't know if i like believe it just feels like a a, a convenient excuse to have bad cgi where it could have been more artistic and like more like stylized or something but it just Mm -hmm. felt like oh we can't really do anything and we spent so much money on this film so just like here just throw out like whatever we can with these cgi shots but regardless it gave me a bad experience while watching it in the theater 
I sort of think like you could make the case that like how would a character who can move faster than the speed of light see the world and you could almost make that case until you get to the actual visuals and you're actually experiencing it and it just it just looks weird and it looks off and now you're you're unnecessarily complicating the audience's experience in a bad way. I think that's where it went wrong. But it, it was an interesting choice. I think my biggest problem with a lot of the way they set up the Flash and his superpowers, besides the way it looked, was they created these scenes where clearly the physics would not work out in the way that they're interpreting it. So if Flash is moving as fast as he is moving, those babies would have died. <laughs> that woman would have died. Everyone he saved would have died, and they make a clear case, a point to make it to show that inanimate objects obey the laws of physics. So, like, you see when he's, like, moving the metal thing out of the way, it starts to heat up because of the friction, because it's moving so fast, and you see, like, blue little flames start to flicker around the sides of it. That would happen to the babies, too. <laughs> I mean, they even made a point about it later when, like, the other Flash moves our Flash, and he, that movement messes him up so much that he just, like, starts throwing up everywhere. Yeah, and it wasn't a good intro for the character who's supposed to be our main character, because we learn nothing about him, really. We don't learn anything that endears him to us. All we get is him being cringy and annoying. And, like, I guess maybe because it's, like, now all multiverses and shit and everything now, maybe you can't even think of this as an origin movie. But this is the first movie that we get to spend any real time with Flash at all. Yeah. So this should have been his origin movie. I guess. I don't know what I really wanted. I actually was really excited about this because I thought I was like, okay, Flashpoint is me a really fun story to adapt for a movie. And like I said earlier, I did watch the CW TV show. I do know a little bit about the, like, the comics of The Flash. I haven't read it, but I just kind of know some of the storylines. And that, I think, made it exciting, but also kind of... I guess ruined it. His like origin story is just like meh. This story of his mom and him going back in time and trying to save it and those like villains and stuff I thought was a really cool part of Flash's story that I thought would be fun to talk about. However, I feel like they either messed it up or I think I just like maybe because I knew about it, it just didn't feel interesting. I am also familiar with Reverse Flash, you know, the origin story of the evil Flash to some degree. And so I knew immediately as soon as I saw him first pop up in the time ball, oh, that's him, the alternate universe one that turns evil. I was actually at one point thinking that they're gonna pull one on us that our flash is actually the reverse flash and mm. like it's gonna go in and be like okay this flash that you like he's gonna mess up everything and that's gonna reset everything and he's gonna become like the evil flash that's gonna set up grant gustin or someone else has given me the the new good flash that has to like beat ezra miller later i thought that would been kind of fun that's how i was thinking halfway into the movie maybe because i was not really in the movie as much because i was kind of just bored of what was going on that i just kind of yeah. was thinking of what could be cooler to happen i will say i've seen at least the earlier seasons of grant gustin being the flash i do not think grant gustin is as good an actor as ezra miller is and even though ezra miller played multiple levels of cringe and irritating as the flash i don't think that was unbelievable or poorly acted it's just for some reason they decided to make this flash the most annoying cringy person in existence but ezra miller acted that really well like i completely bought into ezra miller as both versions of the character even when they were acting in the same room they feel like two totally separate people i, mean, I don't I think grant gustin 
could lead a movie in my okay. opinion taken i i guess maybe more the cw's flash was better crafted you know like in terms of not like the acting but just like how they portray the flash in the show maybe i just really liked that because it was fun and i thought it was i really liked it i do agree with you that i think ezra miller did have some nice emotional moments i think his acting was pretty decent actually but i'm excited for a hard reset on this film or the series rather and like get a new flash in there yeah i think ezra miller needs to take a break from public eye anyway but the thing that i actually really liked in this movie my favorite part of this movie was actually the music the the orchestrated music for this film was really fun and got me hyped for scenes and and different parts of the movie i don't remember the music too much but I almost never realize what's happening with the music when I first watch a movie. I, I I'm just not a particularly musical person, so it never it's never my like first thought. Well, I liked it because it had a very unique sound. Like it wasn't just like some synths kind of like wah wah wah. It kind of reminded me of early Star Wars films. Not early as in like this the 70s, 80s, whatever, the, the original trilogy, but the more like 2000s, early 2000s Star Wars films. Yeah, um, interesting. And I kind of was almost thinking like, is this film, is it, is the music done by John Williams? Like it kind of had like a early 2000s John Williams vibe to it. The last DC movie came out was Black Adam. And that one, pretty much the music was just playing popular rock or metal songs or different things like that throughout the film. And they just kind of alter them to match the scene or something like that. This movie having like orchestrated and a composer making the music really brought it to another level, I thought. I actually think some of the vibes of this movie could be a really interesting, fun direction for the general DC universe. I think part of the problem with the last handful of DC movies is that they take themselves so seriously that they get cringy in a different way um, than this movie was. Whereas this movie was kind of at least a little fun and irreverent and tried to lean more into the heartfelt storyline and so which is a little more marvel-esque and i don't know i could see that being a, a more popular direction i just think something something about this movie feels like it just wasn't set up to win by the time this movie was written and set for production and put out the dc universe had already long been dead and needed a reboot and so any attempt to try and release this movie was doomed to fail unfortunately when i went in this movie i didn't really want to think like this movie is gonna suck or anything like that because i wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt at least and try and just give it a honest opinion on it besides all of the that being said i still think it's not an amazing film and like you said like it it kind of should have been reset it should have been done like it should have been killed or something i don't know like i think this maybe could have been a fun story later or maybe to kick off the next dc universe or something like that like i don't know what but it might be one of the best current dc universe films but that's not really saying much because in terms of those films you pretty much have what like aquaman and that's kind of it so it's not really saying much if i say like this is a good dc movie because it's there's not really many good dc movies within this universe the robert pattinson batman the recent joker film that was a good film or like christopher nolan's batman films those are good dc films but this current dc universe films it's it's probably one of the best ones but it's not really saying much because they're all pretty terrible i just i i can't think of any part of this movie that really stood out as even good for me (laughs) 
unfortunately. It's all kind of bland and passable. That's that's where I'm at. Like maybe the music is the only thing that's kind of good, and then some of the acting I thought was good, but there are so many other things about it that are bringing it down to just like a very mid, uninspired, passable superhero film in a universe where we haven't already really been properly introduced to this character. It just feels so weird watching it because I'm not connected enough to this character to give a shit about any of this. Uh And I'm like already struggling to try and place all of these characters that I haven't seen from multiple different universes now across like a 60 year time period, not to mention all the other superhero multiverses that are out there now. And on top of that, you've made the main character that I'm supposed to enjoy cringy and annoying and it's a two and a half hour fucking movie in the justice league movie him being annoying character is okay because at least you have like six other characters to follow but just having your main character be the annoying character and then doubling them and having two annoying characters is just overload of annoying it just kind of fell into the same system that every other DC movie does or I guess almost at this point like a lot of the superhero movies but it in a really poor way it's like very CGI heavy which is with terrible CGI and a poorly constructed story of a like fan favorite part of the character's comic book and it was just like poorly executed poorly done and the acting was passable at best and terrible at other times some actors were passable but for the most part a lot of them kind of just didn't really do good or kind of phoned it in or didn't make sense the the barry allen character can be so fun i think because he's one of the most human characters in the entire dc universe whereas literally everyone else is like a god again just like execution is just wasn't there and then we just repeat the same scene over and over again that was another thing like sometimes that works to repeat the scenes over and over again and sometimes it just feels exhausting and i think because things didn't feel so earned this time they were exhausting hopefully james gunn can save the dc universe because like i think it is a worthwhile interesting ip to play around with for movies and it really hasn't been done well the only ones that have worked have been these kind of individual stories we'll see let's hope anything else you want to say about this film no i i'm really just very blasé towards this film Ooh, i like that word that word alone is more interesting than this entire film yeah <laughs> all right so unfortunately case, let's go into it and you know we kind of made it to your place pretty in record time we're just getting on the freeway now so it should be time to just let's just jump into our concession impressions perfect Chase, what do you think what's your concession impression for the film flash moldy raisinets Moldy raisinets. All right. You know what? I'm going to give a little surprise twist here, actually. Peanut M. No, I'm just kidding. I'm actually going to do hot dog. Okay. Mainly because, I, th- like I said, I think, it's, I think just the music alone kind of got it, that hot dog score. Got it. There was times that I actually felt hyped for this because of the music is like swelling and it's making me really like pumped for this next scene or this scene that you're watching right now and then ultimately you do get let down from the film itself that's like kind of what a hot dog is right you like you're excited like wow this hot dog looks good it smells good and you have it and you're like well i'm let down now so i think yeah i will give it a hot dog but i think it is a good looking hot dog that has maybe it's like moldy inside or something like that or the bread is a little moldy or something so you eat it and you're like not feeling good afterwards so you know it's like a bad hot dog but i will still i will give it a hot dog any uh takeout takeaways for you james gunn save the dc universe yeah it's kind of it i am kind of excited for 
the Blue Beetle, just because they have an excuse to give him like a full origin story, because he literally hasn't been introduced in any other movie. So they could really, you know, pull out a win if their producers get out of the way. I'm excited. I actually know nothing about the Blue Beetle, so I'm kind of curious to, to go into it blindly. But cool. Well, we just arrived at your place and pulling over, putting parking brake and i'm glad we got here quickly because i just kind of after watching this movie i just when i want to go home and go to sleep oh we have a have a good night all right and uh, see everyone (laughs) bye everyone hope at least you enjoyed listening to this review this has been concession impressions and we'll see you all next week on another car ride home bye everyone bye